Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus all right, Sean, Tim, here we go. Three, two, one. It's time now for the BitQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate with your host, Mike Mutnansky. Oh, I would love, love to say something nice to you right now, Chris Scheim, and greet you warmly. Say how much I enjoy working with you, how great of a handicap you are, but you're kind of a dick. What? You Where got me excited. You got me excited about the Raiders. Oh. <laughs> you got you me excited, got about, myself my Raiders excited about the Raiders. You got me excited about my Raiders. Oh. I had buried it. I had buried it. Said that over is done and over with. They got up 14-3. I'm getting excited. I'm counting my future uh, bucks. My DK. What's that? 16-3. 16-3. Uh, somewhere, though, well, two things happened. One, car threw that pick in the end red zone, which was just brutal. <laughs> I know, like Mac Jones, but that was worse than Mac Jones done this year. Yes, uh, actually, uh, Raven, maybe that pick six that got overturned. Yeah, yeah, against the Jets, well, that didn't count. Didn't count. Fair point. Fair point. You're right. That, that was an issue. And then um, our guy Costos. I don't know if he mentioned it with you guys today on the air. He did, he did say at one point on Twitter, <laughs> one of those games the Raiders keeping it too close. I can't wait to see how it ends. So he he called it <laughs> an hour and a half before it happened. But that flipping sucked. Shime Raiders ra- just win the game outright for the teaser bets. Future bet looks like it's again. Al- I want to say it now because now now it is dead. But it was alive for over eight and a half wins. Playoff team was alive potentially like fourteen to one or some ridiculous number. And you and I blame you because I hadn't thought about it in three weeks. There were three and zero. Oh, you brought it up Tuesday on the show, and now it's dead again. So yeah, I uh, through you. Screw I gotta be you. honest with you. Ma. I went to bed uh, just after halftime, like just into the third quarter, and I'm like, oh man. I'm feeling good. We're home. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I felt great. I, I had a nice uh, 10 to one same game parlay 
that was lined up for success because Josh Jacobs was coming back in. I was like, oh, awesome. Please, he could still play. Please. All I need is one more reception, which he ended up getting. And I'm like, perfect. Raiders score one touchdown. Yeah. They get to 20. They get over 22 points. And I cash on everything. And this is a great day. I'm in luck. Uh, this is a beautiful time. And instead, they decided to score three points in the second half and uh, allowed two touchdowns in the final three minutes of the game and allowed Baker effing Mayfield to go 98 yards down the field to win the game. I, offsides, offsides on a punt, Shime. Offsides And, and that personal foul call for slapping the ball Would've out of his been. hand. Stupid. I, dumb, dumb, they're dumb, dumb, they're, dumb, they're, dumb. A, they're a dumb team. Josh is a yep. good coach, but they're a dumb team. That is their sixth, sixth one-score loss of the year. Yeah, how does Devontae Adams not have a single catch in the second half? A single catch. He made two ridiculous catches. In the right, you were tweeting half. about it. Yeah, it was sick. Unbelievable. Yeah, a filthy. And yet he doesn't have a single catch in the second half. What are we doing? What are we Jacob, doing? Where Jacobs was awesome. We did. We had that peg. Fantastic. We? Yeah. We had yes, the carry thing pegged, which is good. That worked yep. out well. But. Yeah. Okay. So I'm getting out of the way. Now I'm in. Okay. In a better mood again. It's Friday right. afternoon. Refresh. Uh, we're good. We're good. We're good. Uh, anything else for the people before we get going here? That's uh, yeah. Before we get into football, uh, just lay the lay the goals with the Bruins tonight at the Coyotes. Just make yourself. Swayman's in that. You know, Swayman's in. Yep, Swayman's in that. Yeah. I want to lay the goals with the Bruins. I also want to take the over. Over six feels like my favorite bet of the night. So that would be uh, ranking priority wise. Over six, Bruins minus one and a half. Will that be the only two bets you have, or your other bets you're going to bet tonight? Uh, nope, that's the only two bets I'm going to have tonight. Okay, uh, picks and props week 14. I was one and two last week. What is my season record, Krishan? Uh, let me pull that up on my phone because I was unprepared per usual. Mutt, you are currently 20, 15, and four on the season. Ugh. I am 19, 18, and two. So just right, barely so are, above 500. We're as a podcast, we're over 500. Well, into, over 500. Into, yep. into week 14. Yep, into week 14. We'll take 39, it. 33, and six as a podcast. Pretty good. Okay, so you won two out of three last week. I went a t an awful one and two. Uh, yes. I'm gonna let you go first, and I, I got it. I replied to your pick, first pick you made yesterday with the word poop. Yes, you did. I couldn't believe you made this pick. I can't, and I'm gonna, I am gonna crystallize with one line when you're done. Lead us off, Chris Shine. That's fine. Uh, my first pick of the week, Mutt. I will take the Detroit Lions laying two points at home for the Minnesota Vikings, and there is. Uh, a simple stat I would like to use. I would like to cite uh, Tyler. Okay. Tyler one stat. Fulgham. That's it. One stat. Yeah. One, one stat in particular. Tyler Fulgham had this since yep. the Super Bowl era, a team yep. with an 800 plus win percentage that goes into a game as an underdog versus a team with a sub 500 win percentage is 0 and 8 against the spread and 0 and 8 straight up. But there's only, but it's, it's, that's a small. Okay. Uh, strong, strong number, small sample size. Keep going. Agreed. Cannot, uh, that, cannot, that can't be the only reason you're betting this game. If it is, we should shut the podcast. Nope. Down uh, also okay. on top of that, uh, I'm on Ross St. Brown. We'll be in this game. He was awesome last week. Sure will be. Uh, he is going to be awesome again this week. And the, the cool thing about I'm on Ross St. Brown is he makes Jared Goff a top 10 quarterback in football. Literally EP, by EPA per play, Jared Goff is fifth in football when Amon Ross St. Brown is on the field. They convert at a ridiculous rate on third down, again, with Amon Ross St. Brown on the football field. And Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator in Detroit, is probably actually going to get some head coaching job looks uh, this year just because of the kind of game plans he's been able to carve up. Uh, he's had Jamal Williams has more touchdowns this season than he did his entire career in Green Bay. Uh, offensively, this team is a juggernaut. And at home, 
again, fast track at home against Minnesota. This is going to be a high scoring game. You'd think you're going to bank on Kirk or uh, Jared Goff to make the mistake. I'm going to bank on Kirk Cousins to make the mistake. Give me the Detroit Lions. I'll lay the two points at home. So I'm just going to say it out loud and you can respond. Okay. okay. You're betting on Jared Goff as a favorite. Yep. You are willing to, as a professional ish handicapper, that kind of sort of recreationally. Yep. You are willing to lay points with Jared Goff. That is correct. Uh, I, this is this is very similar. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Mutt. When you smell something fishy, it's because Vegas knows something. There was a reason. <laughs> there was a reason. Vegas knows. I love that. Vegas they, there was there was a reason the Dallas Cowboys were favored against Minnesota, and yeah. Dallas pumped Minnesota. There is a reason the Detroit Lions are favored against Minnesota because they know they're going to get a ton of money on Minnesota, and there is a very good chance that Detroit wins this football game. I'm going to take Detroit and lay the points. Okay. Uh, I was shocked you didn't take the over here because I'm with you. I, I know that it's been bet up quite a bit. This, yeah. all, the, all these games in the in the Dome, NFC North teams, these two especially, Minnesota's past defense sucks. So I, I hope, worse than I'm hoping there are some prop bets you're going to give us from this game later. I'm Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Uh, my games are, they're, they're bad games. And I got some, I got some weird picks this week. So I, I, I bet this at four and a half, if we're being completely honest. It's now down to three and a half. Give me the Jags plus three and a half. At Tennessee, um, Jaguars actually have a good rush defense this year, Shine, 13th DVOA. Yep. Uh, 31st against the pass. Like, they they are a team that you have to pass against. And I'll take that bet against Ryan Tannehill getting points. And I'll do so because it just made official a couple minutes ago. Traylon Burks is out. Okay, Correct. so they're down to Robert Woods. And I don't even know what. There's a tight end of that team. Nick Westbrook-Akine, Ching... Chig Akonku, I believe his yeah, name is. He, yeah, I can't pronounce his name. I know he's a thing. He has People like are, one catch for 40 yards every game. That's it. I'm not. I, I, so I get it. But I will take the idea of the Titans having to go to their passing game because they won't be able to run. Derrick Henry has been averaging like just over a, a yard and a half per carry his last three or four games. He has dominated Jacksonville, but he's not been great this last month or so. The Titans offensive line stinks. I looked at it. They're, they're rated really, really low by Pat Thorman over at Establish the Run. He gives him 30th out of 32 teams, mm-hmm. uh, at least right now. Trevor Lawrence dealing with a toe issue, but he uh, is going to play. He's listed questionable. He said he's going to play. It's a little bit concerning to me. The Titans on the year have a, a negative point differential. So I can bet against – I can get, a, get points against a team that can't throw the football. They are struggling running the football. Negative point differential, bad offensive line, and – it's a team we like to bet as a dog. You and I are on Vrabel as an underdog, Correct. not as a favorite. So it's a messy game, an ugly game. Give me Jacksonville plus the points against Tennessee. Divisional showdowns late in the year. I don't mind betting dogs. In fact, you, your next pick is what I would have taken. It's the same sort of step. Divisional game late in the year, you're taking the dog. Yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense to me to take Jacksonville here. The only time I really want to bet on Tennessee to dominate a game is against the Houston Texans because for some reason, Derrick Henry has 400 yards and two touchdowns or 200 yards and two touchdowns every single time he plays Houston. Uh, outside of that, I don't want to bet on Tennessee as a favorite. So I'm totally with you here. I think Jacksonville's a good play. Um, what do you got for two? So my next pick actually is the uh, Seattle Seahawks laying now gotcha. three and a half versus the Carolina Panthers. Um, look, I... I the Carolina or Seattle Seahawks should be favored by six points in this game. If I'm being completely honest with you, wow. I don't, I, I think Carolina is not good. I say, I understand Sam Darnold came back and had a pretty good game last week, blah, blah, blah. I don't really care. 
Uh, give me the Seattle Seahawks laying four points. They're they're fighting for playoff spots. This is a game they have to win if they want to even hope to get into the playoffs. And I think they can and will win this football game. So I'll take the Seahawks laying three and a half. Do we have a Kenneth Walker update? He didn't practice uh, yesterday, right? Yeah. So as of right now, it seems like he's probably unlikely to play. I, that honestly doesn't bother me at all. Um, we'll we'll get back to it in my props. Uh, but there is a different player I want to target in this game. Yeah, I think they have a hard time running the football uh, in this game. If it's tra- I mean, DJ Dallas, also unlikely to play, right? So you're looking at Correct. Travis Homer and um, uh, what's the other guy's name? Oh, it's escaping me right now. I apologize. I don't. It's DJ oh, uh, Dallas, Tony what? Tony Wilson Jr. I believe his name is. Again, not familiar with his Tony work. Jones Jr. Uh, Carolina slightly better against the pass than run. Uh, 20th versus 22nd. I-, I get it. I almost took Carolina. And went heads up against you because I was worried about the non-Kenneth Walker thing for them. I do think you can pass on Seattle and the combination of Darnold and, and uh, DJ Moore and Terrence Marshall Jr. Uh, I'd be on the other side of this game, Shime, because I, I I guess I don't believe in – I like that you keep betting Seattle. I love that you're obsessed with betting them and you want to bet them to make the playoffs. I guess to me, I, I think they're closer than the line indicates. And I, I bought a little bit more into Baker Mayfield out Carolina better, although last night I, I don't know what <laughs> – You have no clue what – what the hell was I? I was, I think, I'm, I, I'm done with fair, that game. To be fair, I think Baker just he he. I mean, he found himself in a spot with a great play caller, and I think that's kind of the difference there. So I don't. I love a lot of your picks. Uh, I do not love this pick. I would be on Carolina, but I don't want to go heads up against you because it really work uh, for the podcast. I will take a dog at home on yes, Sunday night, as your friend Rich Keefe says. Who doesn't like a barking dog at home? Woof woof. Give me, give me the Chargers. Against your Miami Dolphins. Now, we are waiting on injury news officially, but uh, Teron Armstead just got back to practice finally yesterday. He's limited. Tyreek Hill is sick and did not practice at all yesterday. We'll see. There's a lot, a lot of guys sick around the league. I saw, again, that the Patriots had three or four guys sick. They don't play until Monday, so maybe that will help. But there's a lot of illness going around the NFL right now. But nobody in health and safety protocol. It's weird. The NBA still has that. What happened to the NFL's health and safety? Uh, I would like to give you uh, an insider's tip. Just so you know, oh, sure. Tyreek Hill, Tyree Hill was not sick. Okay. Tyreek Hill was in L.A. Um, for what, I'm not sure, but he was present at a video game company or an esports organization yesterday afternoon. Uh, he did a couple of videos with them. He They posted a picture of him being there and holding a jersey. Uh, he was in L.A. at the 100 Thieves compound, the uh, sweatshirt I'm actually wearing. Um, really? Yes, he was. I, I, wow. Danny, Danny Kelly of the Ringer was very stunned that Tyreek Hill was on the injury report, kind of miraculously. I found the uh, the hundred thieves tweet. I sent it over, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, he he wasn't sick. He's just in L.A. I don't know what for, but he's wow. in L.A." So you're, Tyreek wait, Hill, you're not your obsession with video games has finally paid off on the show. Wow. Yes, it did. I sleuthed it out. Tyreek Hill was not sick. He simply had the day off for some reason. It was a I, I would believe an excused absence if they're writing him off as sick. Okay. All right. So we'll, let's expect him to play. But you know who's also going to play is Mike Williams. Full practice yesterday. This Charger pass offense has not been healthy all year. They're finally going to be healthy with Allen and Everett and uh, 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 Mike Williams back. Uh, Herbert's good. The coach is not good. I totally get that. Miami 23rd, DVOA defensively. LA is 16th. Like, I know how this happened, but the Chargers defensively had gotten better. They're finally healthy. Miami has given up the ninth most uh, fantasy points. I'm sorry. Receiving yards per game, two running backs. I'll get to my props, but a huge game for Austin Eckler. And th- this guy, Purdy, who played for San Fran last week, 
he came in and completed like 65% of his passes against the Dolphins. And they were all the short intermediate stuff. And I think the Chargers are going to gut Miami underneath. Huge game for Everett. Huge game for uh, Austin Eckler. I'm going to buy low on the Chargers, who are now 66-1 to to win the Super Bowl after going to the favorite start of the year. Give me the Chargers, now down a plus three at home against your Miami Dolphins, Chris. Yeah, so you did it to me. I'll do it to you. Uh, this is my text response of poop. Um, I, uh, <laughs> I I got to tell you, I think this is a bad pick. I think this is a bad spot uh, for you. You're picking a team that is worst in the league at run defense on first down and uh, defense of passes over the middle of the field on first down. Uh, Tua leads the league on first down efficiency on passes over the middle of the field. Yep. Uh, Miami also, you've seen them on bad run defenses. Jeff Wilson has gone off, uh, and so is Raheem Mostert at some points, but more so Jeff Wilson than anything. I think this is, if anything, I would be playing the over in this game uh, at 52 and a half. I think both defenses can be scored on. I think this is a bounce-back week for Miami. There's no shot they're losing two in a row here. Uh, they, I, I, I actually wouldn't be shocked if this is a blowout uh, sometime in the third quarter. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um... I think I, I mean, okay, well, I, I, I owe you, I owe you a four pack of your favorite beverage. Like how many points will you give me? And let's make other yeah, time. Let's I, I'll give you, I'll give you the full, uh, I'll give you a full four. Uh, it, more than th- give you me said it. Half. Okay. You just said it's going to be a blowout. No, I said, I think there's a chance of a blowout. I didn't say it was, I said, I want- there's a chance it's a blowout. All right, fine. You know what? I'll lay five and a half. I'll take six. Five and a half final offer. I'll take it. Chargers. Okay. <laughs> All right. Double or nothing. You got Chargers plus five and a half. I got the Dolphins laying five. And no, a half. you already don't do double or nothing. You already okay. won. I, 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 you oh, yeah. already set there. Fair. You already set there. So yeah, you a, win. You win. It's a fair exchange, it's and free. I it's win. Free. I get yeah. a second one. It's fine. We're like we're like fifteen keep. We'll just exchange if, if I win. Yeah, that's fine. That works for me. I can do that. All right, now you can go because you stole this pick. For I cannot believe you always bet hey. favorites. You never take underdogs, and you stole this pick. So go ahead. I can tell you. Uh, well, there's a reason. I, or at least recently, there's a reason I like a lot of the favorites. Last week, uh, basically every favorite one in the one and four o'clock slate slates, except for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, yeah. This week, however, I am going to take the Jets getting ten points Love at it. the Buffalo Bills. Love it. Uh, there's Love a couple it. reasons for this. One, the Jets already beat the Bills once. That was, by the way, with Zach Wilson at quarterback. They have now since upgraded a quarterback to Mike White, uh, and now they're ten point underdogs. This is a game where Bills games are outside of the Broncos the best bet to pick unders in uh, across the NFL, which is shocking for a team that has such a good offense, right? They dominate because they, they suck the life out of the game. They have long drives, methodical drives. They're not, they're not that deep bomb it down team shine. They got the Patriots game. Remember they gutted those long, too long yes. drives at the end of the game for the Pats. But again, that keeps it closer than it may seem, yeah. right? The yeah. bills may dominate a game like they did against the Patriots, but the gap is far wider than the points may suggest. And I think the jets can keep it within 10 points. I'm getting double digits here. Uh, with a Jets team that has something to prove and a really, really good defense, uh, I'll take the points here. Uh, I cannot deny, I can't debate it at all. I would like the under in this game too. Uh, I yep. give the guys over at the Action Network credit. They put me onto this late season unders bet when divisional teams meet outside. Um, so there's a bunch of under opportunities this week. This is one of them. But I like the pick quite a bit. It's a, They've already played before. I know it's a quote-unquote revenge game uh, for Buffalo after early this year, but it's going to be a close game. I'll, I would take the points as well. Uh, the one favorite I'll take this week is Cincinnati, and it's a weird line. It's five and a half. And you said the Chargers-Miami game could be a blowout. This thing reeks a blowout to me. Joe Mixon is back. He was con- 
people I was going to play last week didn't play, got cleared this week. He goes up against the 31st ranked rush defense in the NFL of the Cleveland Browns. Cincinnati's pass defense, a pass offense now, has become elite. They're up to sixth in DVOA. Everyone's yeah. healthy. Um, Lou Anarumo. What's that? Oh, your guy. Your guy. Yeah, my guy, Lou Anarumo. Um, and I, it, it was funny. There was um, a report out over the uh, after Sunday's game. Deshaun Watson, like, he was confused by the uh, defense. I believe the Houston Texans showed him. Well, good luck in Cincinnati. He looked really rusty to me. Uh, so I want actually want to fade him this week, hoping people would bet Cleveland now that he's back and they can't have a win. And there was buzz about them before the year. I think your your Bengals, you touted on this show Monday or Tuesday yep. to make a Super Bowl run. I think they're going to stomp the Browns at home. This is my blowout game. I'm going to lay the five and a half again. Quirky Bill Simmons, Vegas zone number. Give me the Bengals laying five and a half uh, against the Browns. I'm a prop on the Browns side here coming up, but uh, they're they're hot right now. The Browns have a quarterback who's played one game in two years. I want Cincy. Once yeah, so it's it's a weird spot. This is a game I will be rooting for you, but I have zero betting interest in because it's it's really funny. Joe Burrow is a clean three and zero against Patrick Mahomes. He is zero and four against the Cleveland Browns, which is a again it's kind a, of a small sample size. I I agree, but at the same time, for whatever reason, Kevin Stefanski and the Cleveland Browns seem to play well whenever they're squared up against the Bengals. Um, so it's just a game that I kind of want to avoid. I, it's not even necessarily that I don't believe in the Bengals. I do. You it's do. A, you pout them for a Super Bowl run. Of course I do. But it's a little bit of points there. I think I would actually be against you if Jacoby Brissett was starting a quarterback for the Browns. But because it's Deshaun Watson, I think that actually goes in your favor. Well, if um, Brissett starts this line is six or six and a half, by the way, yep. there, there, there's at least a half point or point baked in for Watson. I'm, I know it shouldn't be, but there is. Yeah. And I'm with you. Brissett played well. His EPA was actually... I think top 15 in the NFL. Yeah. He was not bad. when he played. Yeah, that offense in general with Brissett at the helm was good. And yeah. so uh, I, I think this would be a different bet for me if it was Brissett. But because it's Watson, I'd lean your way, but I'm going to stay away from that one. All right, so my three picks, Shime, are going to be Jacksonville plus three and a half, LA plus three against the Dolphins, and Cincy laying the five and a half. Lay out your three for the people. I got the Detroit Lions minus two uh, versus the uh, at the Minnesota Vikings. Or no, I'm sorry, at home for the Minnesota Vikings. The Seattle Seahawks laying three and a half against the Carolina Panthers, and the Jets plus ten at the Bills. All right, why don't you go first on prop shine? Uh, I'm trying to find an updated one in that Browns game. So why don't yeah, you we'll start? go right to that Lions game. Um, yep. The Lions Vikings game. I want I I want all of the Amon Ra Brown stock I can get. Yep. It's 83 and a half. I know it's a high number. We talked about it yesterday with Devontae Adams being at 87 and a half. Those numbers are high. I want it. I'm gonna take it. I'll lay the point. I'll lay it. I don't care. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown has been phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. He is probably the biggest steal of that draft based on where he was taken. Yep. Uh, and, and he is quite possibly one of the best receivers in football. Um, and he proved that he showed it last week. They're at home. That fast track in Detroit uh, leads to a lot of points, leads to a lot of yards. That's good opportunity for Amon Ra. Uh, so I'll take the over 83 and a half on him. And I actually want to take the over 23 and a half receiving yards for KJ Osborne. I know that's wow. kind of a little bit of a weird angle, but again, the fast track I think plays to Osborne. Born, who's a bit of a speedster Kirk has kind of been okay with throwing him the football a little bit lately uh it seems like Thielen is just old and so they don't want to burden him with a crap load of targets if they don't have to uh and so I think there's a good opportunity for Osborne to feast on a uh, uh, on a Detroit secondary that isn't very good I think this takes maybe one pass 
for Cousins to uh, complete to Osborne to pass this number. So I really like getting it at 23 and a half. And I have one from that game as well. I want to bet the team total on Minnesota shine over 25 and a half points. I think it's okay. going to shoot out. I think they're going to uh, Detroit secondary is better. Their defense has played better as of late, but it's still, I think susceptible to the passing game of cousins and JJ and, and Hawkinson revenge game, yep. um, which I'll also get to in a second. I guess I, I'm sorry. I have two bets from that game. Okay. Uh, 25 and a half team total over hoping we get into the thirties for both sides of this thing. Um, and I want Hawkinson over 40 and a half receiving 48 and a half receiving yards. It's a high number for a tight end, but a revenge game and B Detroit defense third most fantasy points this year, two tight ends. I think cousins is going to try to get Hawkinson involved. I I'm, I'm silly. I'm stupid. I buy the revenge <laughs> game stuff. AJ Brown revenge game narrative was real. Yeah. It was real against Tennessee. Oh, that so. was very real. I am not dogging this one. Hawkinson toiled away with bad teams there in Detroit. Give me the over 48 and a half receiving yards for Hawkinson and give me the team total over 25 and a half for the Vikings. Yeah, I think that's that's fair. Uh, I'm going to go to the uh, Seattle game real quick because it's another game that I have a couple props in. Uh, I want the DK Metcalf over 69 and a half receiving yards. Uh, I think they're nice. Uh, very nice. Uh, but I also think that they're undervaluing DK and Tyler Lockett right now. I think both of them are good plays uh, in this game. I mean, you saw last week, they both had over a hundred yards. I think Lockett had nine catches. Metcalf had eight, but Metcalf, Gino has shown a propensity. If he sees Metcalf in one-on-one coverage, yep. zero problem. Just putting the ball his direction. Cause he has a lot of confidence that Metcalf is going to win it. And Gino is playing such good football that he's putting it in a position where Metcalf can win 70 to 80% of the time. Um, and so I want to attack that because I think Metcalf is going to have more of those downfield one-on-one opportunities. Uh, so I like the over 69 and a half there. And like I said, Tyler Lockett is also getting his share of catches. I want to play his receptions number, which isn't currently out right now. Yeah. Um, so I, I I'm going to wait and see if it's anything like five and a half, like over five and a half is really what I'm hoping for. Uh, mm-hmm. I would like to take the over on five and a half, I think for Tyler Lockett. Yeah, I have one of those two that's not out yet, but should be out now that a player has been listed in. My other one is my favorite uh, of my three, I guess, four prop bets, three and a half, because, again, one line is not out yet. I want all the the Austin Eckler stuff against the Dolphins. I like his over 44 and a half yards receiving. I like his over 48 and a half yards rushing. I think he's the key. And he had a, he basically had a floor game last week. Like, he, he should have been way more involved. They didn't involve him as much as they should have. Mike Williams back. They're going to have to focus on him in that Miami defense. They're susceptible, like I said. Go look at Purdy's numbers. Uh, the San Fran quarterback came in for Garoppolo. Look at what he did against that Dolphins defense. I think Herbert can do that with Austin Eckler underneath. So I am a big fan of the Austin Eckler stuff, and I'll be playing him quite a bit uh, in daily fantasy. Uh, in the single game, unfortunately, uh, island game there on Sunday night, but I'll be using him as a captain on DK for sure. Um, I think he's going to have a monster game against a Dolphins defense that gives up a lot of underneath stuff. Uh, I, I have a prop in that game as well. I'm going to go Jeff Wilson over 40 and a half rushing yards. Again, the number's too low, and it's an overreaction to what happened last week. Last week, everybody is probably yelling at me, Shime, Jeff Wilson had one carry last week. I'm I was. Well, I'm, I was. I'm well aware of that, but he was also on the field. I think he had like 18 snaps and only got one carry. And that's because Miami was playing from behind and forced to throw the football. Uh, and it just, it was, the game was not going their way. However, the Los Angeles Chargers are historically bad against the run. Like the worst we have seen in 10 plus years against the run, uh, especially on early downs, Mike McDaniel will exploit that. He's smart enough to see it. He's good enough to game plan for it. This is a big Jeff Wilson Jr. game. 40 and a half is too low of a number. Uh, I'll give you one more that's not out right now. 
Um, as I just, I, of course, while we're doing this, I get the text that Morgan Wallen tickets are now off the wait list. As we're doing this, oh, tough, tough wait list. Oh, uh, waiting in line. That's fine. Um, You're in the queue. Uh, David and Joku got cleared today. Mm-hmm. He's going to play against the Cincinnati Bengals. There is no number there, Shine. If the receiving yardage total is south of 36 and a half yards, I am betting the over David and Joku. Okay. Reading Mary Kay Cabot uh, this week in the Cleveland Plain Dealer, who does a very good job covering that Browns team. She pointed out that one of the reasons why Deshaun Watson may have looked off kilter is he really didn't have a great tight end. Harrison Bryant, I know he won a Mackey Award. He's just fine. And Joku's an athlete. He's teased the last couple of weeks. Going to play, not going to play. He's in. I'm going to be investing in David and Joku overs. Uh, if he does play, well, he's going to play in this game. Once they post it on DK, if you're listening to DK, please post that. So I don't have to DM you later on this afternoon. And Joku overs against the Bengals. Yeah, I think that's a fair play. Uh, my last uh, prop bet for you here, Mutt, uh, I'm going to go to that Tampa Bay-San Francisco game. Uh, you got a young Mr. Irrelevant quarterback playing for the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Uh, give me Christian McCaffrey over four and a half receptions. Check down, check down, check down oh, all yeah. day. Like this is uh, – what's, uh, what's the juice on that right now, Sean? It's currently minus 140. Uh, so I yeah. kind of expect that yep. number to bump up at some point. I if it does, yeah. I'll still play over five and a half. Um, I, I, I'm willing to lay it, uh, with Christian McCaffrey. I just think he's that good. Uh, and I think he's going to get that many targets in this game. I, I don't think he's going to be able to run a lot successfully, but the check downs are going to be real. So give me McCaffrey over on receptions. So the, I gave you my three and a half, I guess, with the Njoku stuff still waiting. Anything else for you, Shime, on the prop nope, side? That's it for me. I got uh one, two, three, four, five with the locket, uh, receptions kind of in waiting as well. And since we'll talk again Monday before Patriots and Cardinals, uh, two things have happened real quick. We'll do three minutes on this and get out for the day. Um, Vance Joseph, like, le- legit mocked the Patriots in his press so conference. Funny. So funny. He was Bad asked about idea, the but so funny. It, I mean, but it's so true. But it the way true. he said it, like, and it's not even a motivator, but it's just a reality and a reminder. It's, this is more talk radio than it is the gambling side of it. The Cardinals have no respect for the Patriots, and the league had no respect for their offense right now. But – the Patriots are really sick. Myers not a practice today. Uh, yeah, but he Damian was in concussion protocol. There. What's that? Myers is in concussion protocol. Uh, but then sick. you. But then there's there are a bunch of guys sick. McCourty even said it on the Greg Hill show. Yes, there's something going around. Period. Because guys are like wearing masks in the building to try and help themselves stay healthy. And so you're looking at guys like Jalen Mills uh, on the injury report. Jacoby Myers with the concussion. It, 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 Isaiah Wynn's still on the injury report. So uh, the Patriots are definitely dealing with something going on in there. I told you early week I was leaning Cardinals and sprinkle the money line. Like I'm, I'm not leaning anymore unless something changes between now and Monday. That's my play. I, I'm yeah. and I don't bet a lot of Patriot games. We've talked about a tough team to bet this year. Yeah, uh, not a fun team to watch this year. Cardinals plus the two at home. I know it's Kingsbury against Belichick, a massive mismatch. Clips adult. Um, Cardinals the play for me. That's yeah, my, not only am I leaning, but I'm making that play right now. I'm barring a change. That'll be what I pick on Monday. We'll go through the props, obviously, Monday morning. But I'm on Arizona plus two. All of the history would scream lay the points with Belichick. Totally. Between totally. Kingsbury's, I know. I know. It, it, it's, it's, it's weird. It's between Kingsbury being awful in the second half of seasons, dating back to his Texas Tech days, to uh, the Cardinals just being awful at home in general. But then, like, I think about it, and I'm like, well, Patriots have sunk against mobile quarterbacks. Well, the Patriots are dealing with all these injuries and sicknesses. I'm leaning Cardinals at this point. Me too. Um, but there's it's a, a fun week, fun week for I wouldn't say it's not as it's not a great slate like last week, Shine, but 
there are yeah. some good games to to pay attention to. I think the Sunday night game might be the best game of the bunch. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely Detroit. think that Miami Chargers game should be a really good one. All right, if you're watching this live on Twitch or on Twitter, we ask you to subscribe to the podcast, Apple yes, uh, Podcast. What's that? I said, yes, please. Please, please. It's all you can do. It's a free yep. podcast. We don't get, you know, trust me, we are doing this for you. We're not doing it to get rich uh, no. right now. Uh, how you can help us out is subscribe, rate, and review Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or the Odyssey app. Find us there. Subscribe to it. Get it every day when it's out there. You can also follow us on Twitter at BetQLBoston. So you don't know if you're running yet tomorrow. I don't know. Currently questionable. All this training, all this work. You're like Rocky, run up the stairs. I know, but you know what? I'll be there, and I will still enjoy it. I'll enjoy the uh, environment, and I'll make sure to enjoy the concert and the beers afterward. So, What's the concert? Uh, the It is a band, a local band called Ripe. Uh, they will be playing right there at Cisco uh, starting at 1 o'clock. So. Are they good? Uh, they're pretty good. I've heard a few of their songs. I like I like ripe. a lot of them. So like yeah, R-I-P-E, like uh, my, this fruit is ripe? Yep, uh, they're graduates of the uh, Berkeley College of Music. Uh, they're 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 really good. Nice. Uh, what yeah. kind of what, what genre of music? Uh, almost kind of like your like your indie pop rock kind of lane. Almost like your Kings of Leon kind of alley. So in that area. Okay. Well, so I want uh, give send me a quick video tomorrow. I want to see what these this band's like. Definitely. You're, you got it. You're gonna forget. You're gonna end up getting there. Drink some beers. Do some running. I got yeah. you. Uh, Shine, excellent job by you, buddy. Have a great time this weekend, whether you're working uh, double shift tomorrow morning or <laughs> uh, you're going to be up at uh, Greg's event. We'll talk Monday for Patriots Cardinals. Thank you, bud. Sounds good, Matt. See ya. See ya. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.